back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, breathwork coach, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. All right, my friend, don't have any crazy life updates, just keeping, uh, keeping busy, sticking to my non-negotiables, just trying to grow and learn every single day. And today's a new day. The sun is shining. It's been shining. It's beautiful out. And let's rock and roll. So let's dive into some breath work and then let's go into today's episode. So let's let's do some balanced breathing techniques. So we're going to do a box breath. So it's going to be, let's do instead of four, let's do five seconds. So it's going to be an inhale for five, a hold for five, an exhale for five out the mouth, and a hold for five. And we're going to keep going for three rounds. And remember as we inhale, I want us to inhale through the nose. As we inhale, the diaphragm, the belly expands. The chest and the shoulders stay exactly where they are. No air should be going into them. The belly expands outwards, gets nice and big, nice and big like a water balloon. Hold it, and then exhale out the mouth, and then belly comes back to your center, and then hold it. And then inhale, and so on and so forth for three rounds. All right, my friend, let's start by exhaling all the air out of our lungs in three, two, one. And let's begin with an inhale in three, two, one. Inhale through the nose. Two, three, four, five. Hold it. Two, three, four, five. Exhale out the mouth. Three, four, five. Hold it. Three, four, five. Again, inhale through the nose. Two, three, four, five. Hold it. Two, three, four, five. Exhale out the mouth. Two, three, four, five. Hold it. Two, three, four, five. Last one. Inhale through the nose. Two, three, four, five. Hold it. Two, three, four, five. Exhale out the mouth. Two, three, four, five. And hold it. Two, three, four, five. Very good, very good. Now return to your natural breathing patterns. That's cool, I have a timer actually on my computer while I film, while I record this, so I was able to actually get the timing exactly at five seconds. Sometimes I just guess and go with the rhythm. All right, now we're centered, now we're balanced, now we're ready, whether this is your morning, your afternoon, or your night, now we're ready to move forward with mindfulness. All it takes is that little shift in awareness, that little thing that takes us out of our autonomic patterns and grounds us back into this moment. Now we can move forward with intention. Do that a couple of times a day, make it a habit, change your life, man, change your life. All right, let's dive into today's episode. <clears throat> Don't know what I'm going to call it just yet. But there was an event that happened recently that sparked an idea. And I think it's, it's worthy to have conversation about because I think it's really important. And it really comes from a space of compassion, of staying curious and questioning reality, and trying our best to put ourselves in other shoes. And, you know, there's a morality, there's a moral um, component to this, this, this idea where we might be playing around with what is right and what is wrong. But I think it's open. It's, it's going to be good for open conversations to hearing both sides. And when it comes to hearing a story, 
I think it's important to listen to both sides. I don't want to live in an echo chamber where I'm just around people who all think the same way. Right? I want those, you know, that devil advocate challenging ourselves, trying to put ourselves in the other person's shoes, understand why someone's saying something, why someone's arguing so passionately about some something, or why someone does something that is culturally, quote-unquote, bad. The event that I'm talking about is recently, this past, just a couple days ago, there have been allegations that came out about Jacob Elordi, who is an up-and-coming absolute superstar with his portrayal as Elvis and Priscilla, with his breakthrough performance in the, the cultural phenomenon that is Euphoria as Nate Jacobs, and he was in Saltburn, which is another cultural phenomenon, and it's, it's, it's caused a lot of, when you create art, as Emerald Fennell does, it sparks a lot of conversation, and it's, it's a, it's a beautiful, you know, discovery when, when, when you're creating and telling a story that creates a reaction, a strong reaction from an audience member, I think it's really important art to do, but there's almost an element to the expense of the actors, right? These actors are not these their characters. Your an actor is not your character, right? But I remember when I was younger that I would see actors and I couldn't really disassociate actor from character. So I would see them in like talk shows and I'm like, you're talking a lot differently than your character is. I didn't really understand. I thought you were your character. And when you're a kid, you know, you kind of and you see someone, especially an actor, who's really amazing at their work, and they're just totally embodying this character, like, oh, you are this character. So it's very easy for us to imprint and see this character and this actor as this character and living these circumstances. And it's challenging as performers, as celebrities, especially when you're in a state of celebrity, which you know I can't attest to yet, but trying to you know live in their shoes is you're at the forefront it's it's one of it's it's the pro and con this beautiful pro of your face is everywhere and you're being seen and you know audience members they don't really know some of them don't even know what the director looks like what the producer looks like what the gaffer the cinematographer you know props department they don't they don't know anything about any of those people you see the actors, you see the performers, you see the faces, the emotions, the scenes, right? right? Like the writers are the ones that write these things, but we don't see them. We see the actors. And they can take a lot of the brunt end of whatever is being told. And we're seeing it specifically with Saltburn. So the event that happened was Jacob Elordi was in Australia with some homies. And uh, a journalist, I believe, goes up and tries to crack a joke you know, at Alordi in regards to the bathwater scene. And it wasn't really necessarily funny, but I, th I believe the reporter went up to Alordi and he had a camera recording his whole conversation. So I think he tried to just classic case, right, of going up to someone and busting their balls. Uh, not really in a loving fashion, right? And you're doing it while you have a camera in your hand. So there's all, like, if that happens to anyone in real life, like, that's. That's very disrespectful, um, but for some reason you're allowed to do it to celebrities. Uh, so he took that opportunity to do that, and Alordi asked him to not record it, and he, the joke wasn't funny to him, and Alordi snapped. And according to allegations, it's still under investigation, but according, 
he snapped and then he got very intimidating according to the journalist and then he kind of pushed him against the wall and put his hands around his neck and told him to delete the video which I don't think the gentleman did because he said he was going to use it for you know potential allegation so something that can happen so fast so fast so fast can can derail a career we've seen it it can derail um a project that you're attached to if you're the lead in a project then it's hard to get funding because that's why i mean you have like ezra miller you have you know jonathan majors or all these situations where you know lead actors hold this really insane responsibility to be model citizens or like things like will smith and you do something wrong you get exposed you know in the public setting and then if anyone's working with you then they're you know attached to, to you and then but all they see they don't see the real you they just see what you've done and that immediate reaction which a lot of times like the slap like choking someone physical violence is not the answer but then you get labeled as that person and then it's like if you're working with that person then you are pro what they did that one choice that one reaction that isn't truly them um, but it becomes a whole thing and I think it's just a fascinating topic to break down because it's like Will Smith, that happened. And you had a lot of people defending Will Smith, saying, absolutely, like, stand up for your girl. But truthfully, I stand, like, I, violence is never the answer. Like, you can confront it and not take the brunt of the joke and, and be victimized, but physical violence is never the answer. And I think as a celebrity, for a lot of celebrities, I think Justin Bieber's a big example of this. Britney Spears is a big example of this. I think there's a lot of content that has come out or stories that have come out where we see both sides of the story, right? And we see how crazy and disrespectful and a lack of sincerity, a lack of compassion that paparazzi, right? Paparazzi is less of a thing necessarily today because now everyone kind of has a phone and and is in that world, but like real paparazzi, where they would just do the worst things and they could just be a literally like a terrible human being to these celebrities and all they need is a reaction from someone who doesn't want to take that shit anymore. And then it's a story, then they ruin their career, then everyone's on their story and they make a lot of money from it, right? It's, it's fueled with such a dark intention but trying to get somebody by overpowering someone else. And I like to almost create this metaphor as a lot of these celebrities, they're in the ring and they got their sparring gear on and their hands are up and they're just taking punches, but they're not actually allowed to dish any out, right? So we have all these people that have, and celebrities are these open targets and these paparazzis, these any individual who has a cell phone can take any shot they wanted it because that's not going to be seen yada, yada, yada. And, and they're just bang 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 and they're almost like saying punch me punch me punch me come on give me a shot like they will take a, getting knocked in the face breaking a nose if it means they get to sue cause an allegation if they can um, get their story told you know like that's a lot of money in their pockets like it's almost the same energy as scammers who are destroying lives in a way but making a buck off of it i don't think it's sustainable i think it's such a dark energy to be a part of but 
that like was a reality for a long time that happened to Justin Bieber all the time and there are so many stories where he actually handled it with grace like he it's really a confrontational really scary kind of thing when these predators and that's kind of what they are they're predators especially back in the paparazzi days I think times have definitely changed since then but you're basically put into this position you have this pedestal you're an open target where people can just attack and attack and attack and you have to be a, a good boy you have to be a good girl a good human and you're basically just taking it and taking it and taking it and you're getting and they're making you feel small they're energetically stealing your power away making you feel like a victim because you can't fight back right you can't stand up i mean you can in, in a state of love but it's it's kind of challenging until you get to the point where it happens so much and that weight just keeps building and building and building and building where you can't take it anymore and you snap all it takes is one time and this maybe has happened hundreds of times to these celebrities and all it takes is one time for you to have a human reaction which is stand up and sometimes when you're really engaged and fuming and angry and right like disappointed in how people are acting it can turn into this darker side where it manifests into violence and right it's never it's never right but if we really scope out instead of just looking at the story that we see on people magazine or we see on the news or we see on mainstream media of that one celebrity lost their shit and attacked someone or did this or that like we need to zone out and put ourselves in the shoes of these individuals and it's i think the thing that's challenging from like an evolutionary perspective of all of us humans i think it's hard to empathize with people who we think have everything and jim carrey is an incredible example of somebody who's shared a story and i think a lot of celebrities have talked about this where they say i hope people get everything that they want in life that they get the celebrity get all the money get all the fame so that they can realize that that's not what they want and that's not what life is about right and but i think to our core all of us want to be seen we want to be heard we want to be understood we want to be a celebrity we we want we want that recognition but we don't realize the struggle that comes with that responsibility right so it's i just think it's really important for us to really try to sit with compassion to really allow all sides of the story to be told to have the ability to put ourselves in the shoes and not judge someone immediately because a lot of times that's our shadow a lot of if we haven't made it or we're, we're trying to make it and we haven't made it or or we're playing small in our life and we see celebrities like that's our shadow self and we can actually hate people who, who are successful quote-unquote successful whatever that looks like so there's no way I'm going to put myself in their shoes. Fuck them. Fuck them. Right? And I think we need to come to a state of compassion and love and really start listening and doing better, all of us. And I think it's also interesting to point, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but, you know, the industry has changed a lot. I hear a lot of stories of people in the industry saying, Yes, well, the industry has evolved and changed, but one of the things that's changed about it is like there's the the idea of a movie star has really kind of dissipated. This idea of someone who is larger than life, the Brandos, like that era, De Niro's, you know, Brad Pitt. They say like might be like the last movie star, um, but there are, there was that generation. It was really all before social media. Once social media came out, it changed, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. 
But back in the day, all we saw were these larger-than-life humans, figures, on this massive silver screen and playing these amazing, iconic characters. And then the only time we'd see them was was on the red carpet at these award ceremonies, right? The rest of their life was so nuanced. So their larger-than-life persona, their, their that kind of personality, right, that alter ego that we see that isn't the true reality of what that entire being is, what the type kind of person is, it's just one side of them. What we see on the red carpet, what we see on TV, what we see in the films, it's only one side of the person. It's never the full picture. But we only see that one side, so there's like a godlike essence to it, to them. And it's mystifying. And there's something about back when there was paparazzi and there was no social media, there was no there was way less information on these people on these superstars, on these these icons, these gods and goddesses. So if you're a paparazzi and you have the ability, the opportunity to snoop and to stalk and to capture moments of them in everyday life outside of what we see, then that's a story. And it's kind of like the film Nightcrawler, the excess of what these individuals will go through to get a glimpse of the story because it, it manifest into dollar signs, money. That's how you make money. If you're the first person to get the goods on a celebrity or on a person, then that's a lot of money because people will go to that story because no one else is telling it. Now we're living in an era where there's information on everybody. A lot of these celebrities, a lot of these people, we don't just see them on the big screen. We don't just see them on the red carpet or on stage. We see them they have social media profiles. We see them doing brand deals. We see them doing nonprofit work. We see them acting goofy and funny, doing skits with their friends and families, right? We're seeing them as this whole entire human being. And then also with podcasting, one of the things that's, that's helped me humanize a lot of the icons that I admire so much is that I, I, I hear them talk in interviews, talk in podcasts, talk on actors' roundtables, actors' acts, actors' um actors on actors and I hear them talk about their origin story talk about the struggle talk about every single one of them struggles you know pretty much with imposter syndrome talks about their struggles talks about the rejection right and it and I'm like oh man I'm not so different from them you know so the industry's just changed a lot and I find it really really cool and really fascinating and yeah man so I just I think the Alordi case has just sparked this idea of wanting to understand more, to live in compassion. And I think for me, I was you know talking to a buddy and we're both trying to progress in this industry and the heights that we want to get to, you know, is achieving that state of familiarity of quote unquote celebrity, whatever that is. And we really have to be so incredibly mindful of how we show up because now there's access to, con to videos everywhere, right? Anyone can, be a, a, can record anything. And all it takes is one moment, one bad choice, one reaction to completely de derail a career. And it's, it's hard to stay in that love state all the, time, all the time, but you know, that's what I kind of aspire to be. But I can only imagine how I would show up in those circumstances. I'm not actually living it. And I think if we were all living in the shoes of a lot of these people who are on, again, that very, very rare 0.01% platform, we realize that they, everyone has challenges, everyone has struggles, no matter what stage of life, no matter where you are socioeconomically, 
no matter where you are, man, we all have different struggles and all the struggles look differently. And I think it's just important for us to just take a moment, take a beat and live with empathy, live with compassion, try to understand. Don't judge, don't cancel, all that stuff, right? We're all human. And a lot of times if we live, I really do believe this, like if we live the entirety of all the circumstances of someone else, we live from birth to where they are right now, every single moment, we would probably make the same decisions they would. What we think is absolutely right isn't always what other people think is right because we have been exposed to that information or, or that reality differently than they have. And we're all living different realities. So I just I just wanted to pop in here, share that story because it's very present in the media right now. And my heart goes out to Lordy. He's so talented. Um, and I just, I want, I want us all to just, again, I don't think violence is ever the answer, but I think it's important to put ourselves in everybody's shoes and to live with compassion and try to, and yeah, and, and, and stay curious and don't listen to everything that you read on, on the, on the, on the line, you know, and again, we can't truly understand that until we've been victimized by the media, you know, been told stories about us that aren't actually true, or they take snippets of what we say and, and create this this new narrative so but that's what i got my friend thank you all for tuning in as always if you're digging this if you're vibing with this like comment rate subscribe review tell your friends tell your families tell your loved ones i all can check me out on instagram at larkin underscore andrew or check me out on my website at andrewlarkin.me and remember y'all small act of kindness for you for others makes the world go around we need it now more than ever Hug a loved one, give a nice bear hug. Human touch is so healing. High five yourself because you are deserving. You are worthy, you are beautiful, you are strong, you are brave, you are unique and gifted. And you are enough, you are enough, you are enough, you are enough. And always, always, always strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.